half times and harmonies yes i am back um i hope you guys enjoyed that wonderful interview i did with um coach brooke wyckoff she's so sweet i absolutely love her and um i hope you guys enjoyed that interview last week but this week i gotta talk about all the craziness that happened in this week of sports there was just so much that happened that and so much there is to come like oh my gosh we are in prime time (laughs) there's a slight pun there but we are in prime time for sports right now so we're gonna go back a little bit we're gonna start with thursday last thursday a week from today um starting back with the first game of the nfl season which involved the lions and the chiefs that game ended 21 20 in favor of the lions Jared Goff had a pretty good game. Patrick Mahomes struggled. Kadarius Toney could not catch a ball to save his life. And so the Chiefs ended up losing. Um, That was an interesting game. And um, as Mike Tirico said, that there's a slight asterisk by this game because Travis Kelsey was not playing. And that is definitely one of Patrick Mahomes' main weapons. But, um, yeah, they struggled for sure. We'll see if they can get it turned around and see if they can find any other offense outside of Kelsey because if they don't, I do not know how well they're going to do. On the other hand, the Lions kind of shocked me. I was like, okay, all right, Lions, but they're continuing a little bit of them, their momentum from last season, and so I think that's going to continue throughout the season, and they might be playoff contenders. I don't know. It's the first game of the season, so we shall see. Um, so then moving on, there's nothing that really happened on Friday, but Saturday was when things started getting a little hairy. And obviously I got to talk about coach prime coach prime. Um, they beat Nebraska pretty bad. Um, it was, well, it wasn't too bad. It was 36 to 17. So there was a, there was a sizable difference between, um, two and the offense looked good. The defense looked good. However, the Nebraska offense isn't really doing many favors. Jeff Sins, God bless his heart, but he's not really a great quarterback. But that's okay. But Colorado will see. I'm pretty sure they're probably going to be 3-0 and by the time they meet up with Oregon, which is next week. Um, but they play Colorado State this weekend to kind of like shore up a little bit, and I'm pretty sure they're going to win that game. Um, but Coach Prime, the story of sports right now. So couldn't – like, not talk about him, of course. Such a great motivator. Honestly, hearing his little pregame speeches have, you know, they get you riled up. And you can't help but uh, root for the guy because he's absolutely changing college football, I think, for the better. Um, and he has two Heisman contenders on his team. So, uh, good for him. And then in the late cap, um, there was Texas versus Alabama. Texas went on the road to beat Alabama. 34 to 24. Um, Quinn had a pretty good performance and, uh, I think Georgia transfer AD Mitchell. He had a great performance as well. Um, and, uh, yeah, they, they look pretty strong. And so people are questioning whether Texas is back or not. I don't know, guys, it's literally the second game of the season. So who knows, but, um, we should be in for a very interesting, so grab your popcorn. We should be into for a, um, a very, very interesting college football season. But then what also happened on Saturday was the U.S. Open women's final um, between Coco Goff and Arena Sabalenka. There we go. We got her name. Um, Coco won that, and that's her her first major. 
Um, so hopefully first of many more and her parents seeing her parents reactions were absolutely amazing if you didn't see that you can probably go check them out somewhere on Instagram or Twitter social media somewhere but it's it's so inspiring to see her uh, win that 23 years to the day after Venus won her first U.S. Open title so I think it was absolutely destiny um, and it's just so good to see uh, her winning because you know you can see how much she's worked and how how hard she's worked so we'll see how how much that carries over into the next set of majors uh, to come next year um, but yeah that was pretty much what happened on Saturday then on Sunday um, there was a lot that happened of course the first big day of NFL action um, which included a bunch of teams obviously I gotta talk about my Texans we look good half our O-line was hurt so obviously Mr. Stroud got sacked quite a few times but um, other, other than that I think we we look fine I think D'Amico's got our team headed in the right direction. Our defense looks like they could be lethal within like, you know, maybe a year or two. Um, But yeah, I think the defense is headed in the right direction. The offense, you know, still got a couple more kinks to work out. Tank Dell, absolutely forced to be reckoned with. We might need a little bit more like wideouts, a couple more weapons for CJ. And also our running game, I think is pretty good with that combo of Pierce and Singletary. So I think we'll be all righty there. The Bengals, they were a little little rocky. They lost 24-3 to the Browns of all teams uh, with former Texans quarterback Deshaun Watson. Um, Joe Burrow got paid a payday. He got a, got a lots, lots of money to throw 82 yards. Um, so we'll see if he can turn that around. Um, also, the Dolphins put on a show. Tua Tagovailoa had about 400 yards and about 180 of them or 200 or something like that went to Tyreek Hill just a freaking speedster down the you know you blink and then he's like 20 yards down the field it's quite insane and um, I think that might be a pretty good combo for uh, the rest of the year so teams better watch out he's a very hard guy to guard just because he's just so fast and so quick um, and he can also catch, so it's good for him. Now you can see how much, uh, how easier it is for a quarterback when you have somebody like Tyreek Hill. Um, and then for the nightcap, Lord have mercy, the Giants look like a hot mess and a half. They couldn't get anything going, but also credit to the Cowboys defense. Um, they absolutely shut them down. It was 40-0, to zero, absolute blowout, obliteration on home field. It was raining, but then that they should have just been a low scoring game in general the Cowboys wouldn't have scored 40 points if the rain really was a factor so yeah it was I think the tone of the game got set from that blocked field goal that got taken back for a touchdown that literally set the tone for the entire game and I kind of figured that the Giants were gonna have a tough night but also what happened that day was that uh Novak Djokovic um won his 24th major which tied margaret court for most majors all time in tennis um so congrats to him and um we'll see how long his little reign lasts um he didn't get to face alcaraz because he got beat by um medvedev i think i'm pronouncing his name right some of these players have really hard last names to pronounce but um we'll see if the, about the uh, alcaraz jokovic kind of 
uh, situation for years to come, but we'll see how that works. Then moving on to Monday, Monday was kind of wild too, because for a really boring game, it had a really exciting ending. But obviously, first off, what happened with Aaron Rodgers, that sucks. Um, But my question is, would he retire after this? Because he's about 40 years old. This is an Achilles injury, which is really hard to come back from. Um, The way he is and his style of play, I'm not entirely sure if he can come back from an Achilles injury. But honestly, I think he should have just retired last year along with Tom Brady and along with all those other quarterbacks of the generation like Roethlisberger and Breeze and Rivers and Autumn, all them other quarterbacks that I grew up with, um, like <clears throat> 10 years ago. Um, but yeah, I think, I don't know. I think he should retire, um, for sure, but hopefully he gets, he gets better and maybe, I don't know, he can give the Jets their money's worth because they paid him a whole bunch of money. But also on the flip side of quarterbacks, uh, Mr. Josh Allen threw three interceptions, guys just gunslinging it down the field. Uh, yeah he's definitely I saw a video on TikTok I was like this man really has no plan he's just relying on pure athleticism and that is absolutely 100% true the guy improvs a little bit too much and it's not like planned improv it's like he's making stuff up on the fly and he's like "Eh, maybe I'll do this he tries to be the hero a little bit too much and that kind of bites him in the booty but other than that I think I think he'll be okay um He's just got to turn it around. Um, but, yeah, he threw three interceptions. All three of them were into double coverage and, like, 50 yards down the field. So they were just not smart throws. Um, but maybe. But also, the Jets won it in overtime on the most wild overtime win that I've ever seen on TV. Um, they won on a punt return for a touchdown. And um, the punter for the Bills didn't really do much. Man thought it was like two-hand touch, so he I don't know what he was doing. So I know he's probably going to be hitting them tackling drills this week. But, um, yeah. But also, the WNBA playoffs are here. And it's going to be exciting to see if the Aces or the Liberty take it home. Um, I'm going to put my bucks on the Liberty I think they've got a strong team and I think they've just been more consistent in terms of just they haven't had like high highs and lows lows they've just been pretty consistent with their performances Brianna Stewart better win the MVP because she's absolute baller and uh yeah that's all I got um we've had a wacky sports week still lots to come um but yeah I hope you all enjoyed this episode Make sure to keep listening out for whatever I got going on (laughs) next week. Um, But with that, I say au revoir, ciao, adios, and goodbye.